early stage capital. Could this be considered an asset class? Well, Thai Hong Kong has a, a panel discussion dedicated to this topic, this very topic, at its Thai Investment Forum scheduled for tomorrow. Joining us now to preview this are Titus Mikalski, who is the Managing Director of Fresco Capital, and Ian Reid, who is the President of Thai HK. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Renita. And welcome to Money for Nothing. So investing in early stage capital, Titus, can you actually help us define what is meant by early stage capital? Sure. So these are companies that are just starting out. And so this is not um, in the public stock market. These are companies building businesses. Typically, they have some kind of software element because that's the most scalable. And so just like Tencent started out with angel investors, you know, the, the future Tencent comes from these kinds of companies. So when you say they have some kind of software element, are, are investors specifically looking at tech companies? I mean, this is all we ever hear about. On one hand, it's very good. But are there no other kinds of startups out there? Right. So before, technology used to be separate from the rest of the world, but now it's really impacting everything, right? Whether it's um, things that we have as consumers with our mobile phones or technology enterprises. You know, we just recently invested in a company in the waste management industry in the U.S., right? So when you have the waste management industry adopting technology, you know that it's affecting everything. And, and what sort of challenges do you have as an investor um, by, by jumping in at such an early stage compared to people who may come in later? I should imagine that, you know, that there's a lot of disclosure issues, valuation issues, that specific challenges that, that you face here. They're, they're, it's very different. So it's not as if you're investing in big companies that are just smaller. You're absolutely right that there are different challenges. So a lot of the times it's making sure the product works making sure you can get out there and sell it. So these are really fundamental basic issues. And so a lot of that comes down to investing in the best teams. So anyone who's investing in this early stage really needs to focus on identifying the best teams first. So, Ian, you've got uh, you know a whole day's event tomorrow, the Thai Investment Forum. And is this specifically dedicated to um, early stage investments and introducing investors to these companies out there? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, in fact, this is our second investors forum. We had our first one last year. Um, we think that uh, the, we think that startups in Hong Kong is a very exciting thing. Uh, we think there's a lot of capital in Hong Kong, but very little of it goes towards early stage companies. So, the purpose of the event is to help people understand the best ways uh, of doing that, the, uh, the, the the ways of not losing your money, because it's very often about not losing your money. Um, we've got people like T. Peters will be there uh, sharing some of his experiences. Uh, our conclusion from last year was that actually Hong Kong has a lot of strengths. So we're very strong in, in financial markets. We're very strong in manufacturing. And it's actually the application of technology to those industries where Hong Kong can become a global leader. Now, you raise several very interesting points, one of which um, you say there is a lot of capital in Hong Kong. And, and I, I think we all know yeah. that. But the question is, is all of this capital clustered with wealthy folks or can regular, maybe, you know, not so wealthy folks also have an opportunity to invest in these companies? Uh, I mean, obviously, anyone can invest in these companies. Um, I think people, we recommend that you should never invest more than 10% of your net worth in startups because this is a highly risky uh, investment. However, when it comes off, it can be incredibly lucrative and also quite 
fun. It's fun investing in startups. Can you give us some examples? Um, so when so when you invest in startups, you're not just investing your money, you're investing your time and your experience and, and really trying to help these guys succeed. Once you put your money in, it's now in your interest to make it worth 10, 50 times more than, than it was when you put it in. So it's a very active investment. Very active. And I think, you know, Titus will agree with me that uh, he's, he takes a very, very hands-on approach. And that is the, the key to success. Peter, how does this compare to investing in stocks? Well, very different. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, we're talking about, as you said, you know, companies that are at the very early stages of their formation. But this is where, you know, there's huge opportunities to, you know, to, to make very, very good returns if you get it right and if you pick the right companies and, you know, have a diversified portfolio. But I'm wondering, we're, we're seeing a lot of assets, RMB-denominated assets, build up here in Hong Kong, and particularly now that the 20,000 limit is, is going to be uh, removed. Is this an opportunity? for, you know, in uh, mainland Chinese investors who, you know, will have a lot of RMB here in Hong Kong. Does, does this provide opportunities for them? And are you looking for that type of money as well? So um, I, I'm talking from a sort of Thai Hong Kong perspective. In fact, our mission is to engage with 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 the mainland because um, we believe that there's a lot of exciting opportunities there. Mm-hmm. Um, where Hong Kong comes into that is we are the, the gateway to the world for, for the mainland. So um, we're seeing a lot of uh, exciting entrepreneurs coming and starting businesses here, but really uh, looking from a global mindset. Um, and Hong Kong people do have a very global mindset, mm-hmm. so they can add a lot of value mm-hmm. in that respect. So, Titus, uh, tell us specifically about the operational aspect of this. Okay, we know you have to be very hands-on, as Ian has said. Um, Give us an example of how you have selected, you know, for your own portfolio, these top companies and, you know, whether things worked or they didn't work or they're still on their way to maybe working. Yeah, they're working. Uh, we're pretty happy with the, with the results. So um, one, one local company that we've invested in, Insight Robotics, they protect critical infrastructure and resources. So one of the resources being forests. And um, so what we've helped them with is hiring, right? Bringing on talent is always a challenge for new companies. Uh, fortunately, because of their mission, where you know, their mission is saving the world bit by bit, grid by grid, plus just the, the quality of the team and how the company's progressed, they're able to attract the talent, but we're helping them find the right candidates to scale up. So um, helping t- companies build up the talent is, is something that is really important. And so when we talk about being hands-on, it's not necessarily me going into the factory and building the product myself. It's about helping them find the right people for the right skills. Okay, fantastic. All right, just in a few words, Ian, if you could give us more details about the event tomorrow and how we can find out about that. Yeah, so it's, uh, so it's an all-day event. Um, it'll be in the HSBC main building. Um, you do have to register in advance. Uh, I think the registration is open until 3 o'clock today. So if you go to hk.tie.org, click on uh, the events tab, um, you can register there. So I think we have still a couple of spots left, but it's pretty tight. A couple of spots left. Peter, are we going? Um, I would like to go, yeah. yeah Sounds I think, very I think, interesting. I think we yeah. have.